All right, so uh, you're hanging out. You're in sunny Los Angeles, California. Yeah. You get booked on uh, probably the hottest show in town. Oh, man. What show is that? It's called Laughs and Gas. <laughs> Laughs and Gas. So it's a, it's a show in the parking lot of a, a gas station in Los Angeles. The gas station is called um, Gas and Ass. <laughs> Why is it called Gas and Ass? It's a, a known uh, truck stop for uh, like sex workers. Oh, so that's what like every, are you gonna go to Gas and Ass? But it, it's a, th- but that's not its real it, name. It's openly acknowledged as its real name. It's it's a thing where it's like. Like when truckers are driving through town and they're like, you know, frustrated or whatever. Sexually. The, yeah. Well, they go to up. gas and ass and it's a, it's a wonderful experience. You know what I mean? You go there, you can gas up your truck, have some, you know, sexual exploits. Yeah. You could fuck. They have really good hot dogs there too. Oh, that's cool. It's a great place. Sound, it sounds so, like it. So you do uh, the show at uh, Gas and Ass, oh. called Gas and Laughs, Laughs and Gas, rather. And so it's hosted Oof. by this lady named Kimberly Morningstar. <laughs> yeah. She has bright red hair. Yeah. This is an outdoor show. Yeah. In a gas station parking lot. Yeah. And it's the best show in LA. Because what happens is, like, you guys set up chairs and stuff outside. Yeah. And there's a, uh, well, you don't, of, of course, but like the people do. And uh, sure. there's, a, there's a small stage and stuff. There's like a light. And for whatever reason, it attracts like just the most, the best crowds that you will ever perform for. Okay. They are there to be entertained. Okay. If you're if you're a guy doing a bunch of one-liners, they love it. If yeah. you're going to do a slower-paced, more storytelling thing, they're on board for that. Alt stuff, they love that even more. Okay. Like if you if you need a tape, that's where you, you go. That's where you go. Okay. Cool. So um you go there and um you're it, it just so happened that this like synced up perfectly because you were asked to submit a tape to um, Colbert. Yeah. And uh, all of your tapes lately, like you you keep trying to get a good tape, but what will happen is um, before you can get a joke out, you slip on a banana peel and fall off the stage. Son of a bitch. Yeah. The last nine times you've done a set in L.A., They'll be like, please welcome the very funny Aaron Brooks. And you'll walk up and you go, thanks. And like, sometimes you'll be shaking the host's hand. And, and I've slip fallen on a banana, a peel, and banana fall. peel. Yeah. Or sometimes you walk up, you shake the hand, you take the mic out and you go, hey, guys, I just have to. And then you slip on a banana peel and fall. And you, like, you fart as you fall <laughs> and shit your pants. <laughs> what? Every time? No, just that one time. Oh, okay. And then there was another time you were performing uh, and uh, the host was like, um, it was Arsenio Hall. He <laughs> the was Arsenio hosting, Hall is hosting yeah, he, the show that I'm doing. Yeah, at the Laugh Factory. 
and you uh he's like he's up there murdering he goes all right this next guy i'm really happy to have him on the show i can't wait to watch his set please welcome aaron brooks you walk up he shakes your hand he kind of like smiles at you and winks and you're like and it's one of those shows where as you're walking out there is no fear there is no hesitation you know you're about to fucking destroy this crowd yeah and you walk out and you grab the microphone and you're like let me ask you motherfuckers and you slip on a banana peel (laughs) and you you land on like the first row and you uh what you you break a man's legs oh my god the poor man yeah what was his name um his name was ignatius uh (laughs) Blasterwald. <laughs> yeah. Ignatius Blasterwald. Yeah. His uh he comes from the Blasterwald family. They founded a uh a a, a chain of uh, laser tag <laughs> places called uh called uh, the Blasterwalds. And what it was is all the walls had these blasters on them and you could like grab different guns as you're playing that could do different things. Um it, but basically, like if you grew up in Lanham, Maryland, uh, you had a birthday party at Blaster World. Yeah. All right. So you really need this set to go well. And because uh, the, the Colbert people were like, hey, like we still need that tape from you. And you have to tell them, like, yeah, I'm sorry. I keep slipping on banana peels. And they're like, all right, they really know how to take it. So you go up and you have probably the set of your life. Oh, man. You're up there and the first like five minutes is you just going through your jokes. And, and it, it's, it's that thing of the, the amount of laughter coming your way. It's almost like a wave crashing on the shore. Yeah. You know what I mean, over yeah. and over and over. By the point, five minutes in, you know, like, fuck, if they watch this, I'm getting the show. Yeah. So you just start doing crowd work and you are just like demolished. Like, like in the front row is your third grade teacher. It's a complete coincidence. Mrs. Deal? Mrs. Deal is there. And and like halfway through, after you do that five minutes, you kind of look down and you see her and you go, Mrs. Deal? And she kind of like starts laughing and she goes, hey, what's up, piss boy? What the fuck? I was a piss boy. When you were in third grade in Mrs. Deal's uh, class, uh, there was a, a day where she got remarried. Um, I don't know what it is now, but she got remarried. You, you were uh, sitting there taking a, a test, and um, you had to pee so bad. Uh, but she had really drilled into your head, like, "Look, guys, like you only have, you know, twenty minutes to do this test, so don't dilly dally, whatever." So you're like, "Holy shit!" And so you're like, "I'm going to finish the test before I before I before I go piss." And you got to the last um, question, and it was kind of strange because the quest you don't you don't really understand what the question meant at the time, or even when you look back on it, where the question just says, um, "Where is the thirteenth stone?" So you kind of stare at that. You don't really know what that means, and uh, you end up like pissing your pants, and then you kind of like go, "Oh no!" And then you stand up. Uh, like on your chair and everyone kind of like looks over at you and they see the. why would I stand up on my chair and expose my piss pants to everybody you just don't know what to do 
you're going to freaking out. So I you knew do what it. not to do, and that's that. And then, uh, like, this kid looked over, and he just goes, oh, nice piss pants, piss boy. And everyone starts laughing, including third Mrs. grade? Neal. Yeah. We were calling well, each other well, piss pants and piss boy? Well, this kid was in, like, he was, like, 14. He keeps getting, like, held back. So everyone calls you piss boy that for the rest sense. of uh, the year. And so when she calls, when she goes piss boy, you're like, holy shit. You remember that? You tell the story. Everyone's laughing. Like, like everything goes incredible. Yeah. And you, at the end of your, you put the mic back in the sand. You go, guys, honestly, thank you so much for coming out and supporting Con. This means so much. And then you walk off the stage and you slip on a banana peel and uh, you actually land on the guy taking the tape. And the tape is like destroyed. Are you fucking kidding me? So are uh, you fucking kind of, kidding me? The set of my life on tape. <laughs> an organic moment with my third grade teacher. Yeah, Mrs. Deal. And I slip on a banana peel and crush the tape. And then people start chanting, piss boy, piss boy, piss boy. So you're a little annoyed, and so um, you drive home. I'm so and, pissed. Yeah. And you're just like, you know, fuck this. I am going home. Um, you uh, you get home, and it's not even a thing where, like, you have a snack or you watch some TV. You just go right to bed. Yeah. You come to. You're in an all-white room. Motherfucker. Come on. It's... Almost like it's a room with no walls yeah. because you're just sort of floating in this white space. You're not floating. You're just kind of standing there, but there are no walls anywhere. You kind of become aware of like movement in the corner of your eye and you kind of turn and standing there is this uh, guy. He's dressed like a clown. He's about nine feet tall and he is holding a, a balloon with your face on it. <sighs> The balloon's mouth is open in a silent scream as blood just drips out of it. Ugh, Pat. The guy dressed like a clown looks at you and he goes, hello, Aaron. My name is Dreamy Dan. Ruler of the dreamscape. And welcome to Politrix. An Aaron Brooks seduction. Ugh. The balloon Ugh. pops. You wake Did you up. say Politrix? Yeah. An Aaron Brooks seduction. Pat. So you kind of wake up and you're like, what the fuck? You're like, that was weird. And uh, you kind of get out of bed. You kind of forget. Uh, brush your teeth and everything. You go outside. You're kind of thirsty. And politics. So, instead of politics. Do you get it? Yeah. So you go to, you go, uh, you're like, man, I, I got something to drink. There's a new Gatorade flavor out uh, called Crimson Burns. And when you, uh, when you drink it, you have a vision of like Pompeii being destroyed. Oh, man. That's it tastes like, up. yeah, it tastes like a watermelon. And so you're like, well, I'm kind of thirsty. I'm going to go get my Gatorade on. And um, right around the corner from you is um, 
the RBM Food Mart West. <laughs> the franchise. And you go, all right, hell yeah, let's get someone to drink. And so uh, you go to uh, open the door, and like it doesn't open. And you go, huh. Oh, no. <laughs> no. And then uh, you turn around. God and damn it. Standing there are four men. Benjamin Davis Wilson. Meredith P. Snyder with those giant mutton chops. Charles E. Sebastian and Chet Lightning. And they look at you and they go, hello. And uh, Benjamin Davis Wilson walks up and he goes, hello, Aaron. I'm Benjamin Davis Wilson. And we are the multitude of mayors. This is so dumb. And they all yell multitude of mayors and, and like pump their fists. Yeah. Lightning strikes. No one's harmed. <laughs> so they go on to explain to you uh, that you uh, are actually the great, 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 great grandson of Cristobal Aguilar. Oh, yeah. I'm really a, mayor, a mayor of Los Angeles. Hmm. And they go on to basically tell you uh, uh, Meredith P. Snyder walks up. His mutton chops look bigger than the last time you looked at them. His chops are growing. He goes, look, Aaron, we've all been the mayor of uh, Los Angeles at one point. You're the only living relative of any of these mayors. We need you to help us out. Chet Lightning walks up. He's like, Aaron, it's me. I hate Chet, Chet Lightning. Lightning. I he goes, hate Chet Lightning. He goes, you got to help us out, Aaron. He goes, are you ready for an adventure, baby? <laughs> no. No, I don't want anything to do with Chet Lightning. Charles E. Sebastian walks up. He's like, look, Aaron, the Landlax Corporation is trying to change history. They're trying to go back in time and make sure that the uh, mayorship of Los Angeles of uh, Cristobal Aguilar never happens. He goes, look, if that happens, if they are able to change history like that, if the multitude of mayors, then all of them put their hands in the air and scream multitude of mayors. And this time the lightning strikes, but it's like bright red. Oh. No one's harmed. You actually feel better. <laughs> They go, if the multitude of mayors can't stop this from happening, he goes, then all of reality is threatened. Benjamin Davis Wilson goes, Aaron, will you help us? What do you want me to do? Charles E. Sebastian is like, we're going to send you back in time to stop the Landlax Corporation from murdering Cristobal Aguilar. Chet Lightning's like, will you do it? What do, I have, what do I have to do? What does that involve? He goes, do it for the bros, baby. <laughs> You're not helping it. He goes, Stop ooh, talking. Ooh, Chet Lightning. No, I'm done. No, I don't want to help. I don't want to help Chet Lightning at all. He knows how uncomfortable he makes me. Suddenly he hear like, shit up. You hear like a noise like a me. It sounds like a dropping of a bomb. 
And Benjamin Davis Wilson is like, holy shit, they've done it. He goes, Aaron, we have to send you back in time now. You have to do this. You're like a me as it gets like louder and louder. And you're and you just kind of stand there. And then shit lightning goes, here we go, baby. They all like go grab hands and like uh, out of their uh, chest shoots like a, a green beam of light. It hits you right in the dick. What the fuck? It feels not unpleasant. You you kind of go like, whoa, 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 whoa. And you kind of like are spinning in midair, you know? Great. And you kind of wake up and you're like way back in the day. All right, like the 1800s. I don't want to fucking be here to help Chet Lightning. <sighs> you, uh, I want to go prevent a murder. Yeah. And you're kind of like disoriented. You don't really know where you are. And uh, you kind of look over and you see like a, uh, a small schoolhouse. Yeah. And it says um, Los Angeles Schoolhouse. <laughs> And underneath it says, taste the rainbow. Ugh, why? Why does it say that? I mean, I'm just telling you what happens. And you kind of are like, like, well, where the fuck am I? And you kind of look over, and in the distance, you see a guy walking towards the school. Okay. He is wearing the sharpest suit you have ever seen in your fucking life. What the fuck's this guy doing here? Even from a distance, you're like, you can make out every single detail of this man's suit. And you go like, wow, that looks amazing. And you kind of look up and it's crazy because you forget immediately about that suit because he is without a doubt the baldest man you've ever seen in your life. The thought of hair... The thought of anything, even moisture, even rain being on this guy's head is it's more blasphemous than jacking off in the Vatican. You know what I mean? Like, it's a crazy <laughs> I, thought. I think I bet somebody's jacked off in the Vatican before. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's not, it's not blasphemous. His eyes are a blue that you didn't think existed anymore. You think of Merlin. You think of the lady in the lake. You think of uh, the the lady in the lake's blood in <laughs> staining that lake after the sword was taken out by someone. No one knows who, but the first person who found that uh, dead lady in the lake and the sword stolen, they swore until the day they died that when they walked up, there was a small amount of ice on the ground. <sighs> his Jesus teeth, Christ. His teeth remind you of like shark's teeth. So he's walking towards uh, the uh, the school. He's got like a, and he's clearly working for the Lanolax Corporation. Yeah, obviously. What do you do? I don't know what the fuck they want me to do. I can't kill Icebones Jones. They hear you hear Chet Lightning's voice. He goes, "Just rescue him, rescue Christopher Aguilar. You don't have to fight anybody, baby." Where do I take him? Where do I take him? I'm without Chet getting killed? Lightning. I fucking hate him. Where do I take this guy without getting killed? He goes, "Bring him to the sugar tree." 
Where the fuck is that? You're kind of like, what the fuck? And you turn around, and behind you is this tree that looks, I don't even know how to else explain it, delicious. It is a sugar tree. Okay. What it is, is it's uh, it has bark, obviously, and stuff like that, but the bark is the reddest bark you've ever seen in your fucking life. And all of the branches are all just as red. But there's I don't just like, like one sh- bit. And there's just sugar all over it. I don't like it at all. There's like a small portal on the bottom of the sugar tree. I'm not going anywhere near that tree. The implication, grab, you know, kidnap Christabel Aguilar and take him back to the sugar tree. No. So what do you do? I don't know. I'm not fucking with that tree. Yeah. Do you try to save Cristobal? Where am I taking him? What do I do? What do I do when I go in and get him? And then I have to run out, running away from Ice Bones Jones. They told you, take him back to the sugar tree. I'm not and- fucking with that tree. <laughs> so what do you do? I don't fucking know. I say, hey, I don't want to do this. I want to go back. Suddenly you hear timber and you go, what? You turn around and the sugar tree has now fallen on you. Are you fucking kidding me? Crushing your kneecaps and you're trapped underneath it. And behind him, you see that same bald man with the sharpest suit you've ever seen. Ice Bones Jones. And he goes, wow, you really fucked this up, Aaron. Fuck you. And then he slices your head off. I don't like any of these people. He slices your head off and then uh, kicks it through the uh, the window of Does that uh, of that schoolhouse yeah. and uh, ki- it kills Cristobal Aguilar. <laughs> he uses my head as fodder to kill you. Fuck you. And your head actually. What's interesting, and no one knows this because how could they possibly? But your head actually stays alive for a moment or two after you die. So you actually see this whole thing happen where you come towards towards him. You hit him. His head goes flying off. Yeah. You guys just kind of land and and on the ground. You stare at each other, and then you look at him and you just go, uh, "Huh." Talk about your manic Mondays. He spits blood into your eyeballs, and then you both die. I fucking hate you. That's because uh, he changed history that badly. Uh, it turns out that uh, America just is destroyed by uh, 1972. Yeah. Yeah. What happened was uh, everybody got really into uh, planting uh, plantains. And then the plantains uh, grew so much and grew so big that they uh, they destroyed the, the North American continent. Yeah. Canada's gone. We over uh, We overgrew it with plantains. Yeah, plantains. Yeah, it was plantain mania, dude. But of course, you don't see that happen because you've died. <laughs> Murdered by Ice Bones Jones All or right. Sugar Tree. Good. How does that make you how does that make you feel? We did the right thing. <laughs>